It's Spits and Suds on 105.3 The Fan, Heavy Stars podcast today. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by EP Ringside's uh, Shap Shots and D-Magazine's uh, Sean Shapiro. I did want to point out, I should have pulled the audio, but if we don't toot our own horn, who else should we toot? Um, wanted to say that kudos to Sean, only one that was speaking up on Friday's podcast that would not be surprised to see Jake Ottinger in net for both games. And then the news broke over the weekend that Jake Ottinger played Friday night. And, of course, immediately after the game, they said he was going Saturday night. So kudos, Sean. Um, And thanks for mentioning that on this podcast. That's why you should listen to Spits and Suds. So uh, as we stand right now, stars in third place, tied point-wise with the Avalanche, one point behind the Wild. This is going to come down to the wire. So I did a little thing. The Stars can clinch a playoff berth with a win tonight. So the remaining games at home for the Stars, Predators, Flyers, Knights, Blues, away, Red Wings, Blues. And then I look at the Avalanche, home for the Sharks, Oilers, and Jets, away for Sharks, Kings, Ducks, and Preds. So I will say the Avalanche have the Sharks twice, and the Ducks once. Those teams can be dangerous because they have nothing to play for. But this is going to come down to the wire. My fear is, Sean, and I hate to be the pessimist in this, is finishing third, which we kind of predicted at the beginning of the season that they'd either be third or a wild card. But we don't want to take credit for that. We want them to finish second or first. But my fear is a first-round exit against the Avalanche with how they're playing, how they looked on Saturday night. And then we're kind of scratching our heads saying, We made a coaching decision change. We made some player decision change, and it stays the same. So I wanted to get your thoughts on the schedule. It can all change at any time, but I got to tell you, I think with what's left on the Avalanche schedule, I could either see them elevating to first or finish in that second spot. Yeah, um, I look at – tonight's a fascinating one for me, actually, because I look at the standings and – Nashville has trails Winnipeg by five points, but Nashville has two games in hand. And so really it's, if Nashville has the opportunity here to, and they're only, obviously it's must win quote unquote or whatever, but Nashville is playing right now is playing for their season tonight. Yeah. And, they may um i was asked about this the other day uh, greg washinsky sometimes does uh he he polls people who have voted on awards and everything like that and uh, he greg emailed me and i was emailing with greg about the heart trophy and right now it's it's a, connor mcdavid is the heart trophy winner but um if you are look if the nashville predators get into the playoffs you would have to take a long, hard look at UC Soros as the Hart Trophy winner. Just like you just you or at least not not saying he would be yeah, over McDavid, but, but you would have to take a long, hard look at how UC Soros goalied the Predators into the playoffs. And so tonight is going to be this is a Nashville team that is going to that they, they're trying to still save their season. They're still trying to get into the playoffs. It's 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 going to be super interesting and to connect this back to Dallas which well we should do i guess the you look at the schedule and you should beat Nashville Philly is a 
you should beat Philly on. Philly mm-hmm. is not a good team. Philly's not a good team. You should win that game. Vegas is a test, but yeah. you get it at home, prime time, show up. Detroit is a very weird team right now on the 10th. Detroit's a very weird team because they're they're kind of embracing they're 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 basically they're done and they're out or maybe not even officially yet but they will be officially out soon but Detroit is a weird team where they got a bunch of young kids they called up to play they've yep. got some guys playing for their futures it's a very weird team but it's a team you should still beat St. Louis is a team that that is that should be dead in the wall that you have St. Louis back to back to the end of the season it's going to be to me that is the I don't want to say easiest, but the Blues are packing it up and going home. They sent Joel Hofer down to the AHL so Springfield mm-hmm. could make a deeper run. Like the the saving grace for Dallas in this schedule is you have a back to back against St. Louis to end the season. You should put your foot on St. Louis's throat and end the season that way. That should be the way you end the season and make sure you get this spot and i i think there's that opportunity there um it's it's gonna be i i i have a hard time i still i know it's highly possible i just don't see minnesota holding on to win the division for whatever reason like yep. every time i look at it i keep thinking minnesota is going to be in that two three matchup and so i i feel i keep getting the feeling where it's either going to be dallas versus minnesota or uh dallas versus one of the wild cards i just i just it's i could be wrong obviously it's no. just as much of a chance no just as much chance of playing colorado but i just keep right. looking at it and I, I look at those three teams and i just don't see minnesota winning the division and, and I the see knights either, are one yeah, of those yeah. the knights are one of those teams you know they beat the wild pretty handily in vegas uh on saturday night and the two teams play again tonight but um, yeah, Vegas is a spoiler, man. They go through goalies, they and they just 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 win. I mean, Bruce Cassidy, that team is like you count them out, and they're you know they lose some of their best players. It's okay, we'll just keep winning. It's in that in the specifics, wild too, right? It is. Like you have like everyone is everyone's within two points, just like the central everyone's within one point. Like this is fun. This is this is really yeah. fun. This is playoff style hockey. Like yeah, you've got two really good. You got you got you got a really good playoff race down the stretch between Calgary and Seattle and Winnipeg. I think Seattle's going to be in because of the, with, with the games in hand is going to be a good cushion for, is going to be a vital cushion for them. But it's, if you're, if you're, if you're a stars fan right now, I think you're, you want your best possible matchup for the playoffs. But I think, I think the best way, the healthiest way to look at the final six games is you want a couple things to develop over the next six games. You want the stars to make up their mind and pick who their top six defensemen are for the playoffs. Um, you want that group playing together and you want them to play the last three to four games together. So it's not like you're going into the playoffs with a question on defense. And I know this is going to, it's, it's going to suck. Nils Lundqvist is going to be a scratch and that's going to happen. Ryan Suter is going to be in, accept that people it's going to happen, but you got to live in the, but you got to live in the vacuum of over the next six games. You want the stars to figure out who their six defensemen are. Yep. You want you want Mason Marshment healthy for the playoffs. That's, that's the other bit you want that. And 
And while making the playoffs is super important, the other key thing is going to be Jeff Reese's job as the goalie coach to make sure that you are going into game one with the best version of Jake Ottinger. Those, those are the three things. If I'm a Stars fan looking at the next six games over, how do Agreed. we figure out our top six DR? Do we get Mason Marchman back to the playoffs? And how do we make sure over the next six games when it comes to figuring out starts and energy and everything like that, how do we get the best version of Jake Ottinger for those do or do do or ugh, do or die times? Right. That's the biggest thing. Yep. It's and- obviously it, it's good to look at playoff matchups and think about it, but if you can just look at those three things and put those three things on your wall to look at, it doesn't matter who you play, because then I think you will have the best version of the stars going into the playoffs, no matter who they're playing. Though. And Wedgwood back in the uh, between the pipes tonight, so. It'll he was be, he was good, yeah. He, he was, was good on Friday. He was apparently. really good. I watched I yeah. watched some of his uh, tape, and he was good. His movement was terrific. Um, so the Texas Stars didn't lose in overtime because of Wedgwood. Um, he played well. I thought Milwaukee uh, put a lot of offense on. It was Milwaukee, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. So I, I thought he played well. I am interested, you know, at the end of the season to say, okay, you know, Wedgwood or Matt Murray. Um, so it's cool that Murray's made that debate, but we'll see how Murray, you know, goes back down and plays for, uh, Texas as they continue their, uh, playoff run for those wondering, I pulled it up, um, because I didn't want to leave the wild out. So as I mentioned, they play the Knights tonight and then they're on the road against Pittsburgh and then they're home for the blues away for the Blackhawks. And then they have the jets at home and the predators on the road. So, um, it'll be, you know, it, it's interesting, and that's why I said, you know, with the Sharks twice on the Avs schedule along with the Ducks um, and the way the Avs are playing, you know, it'll. I could, you know, foresee a Stars-Wild matchup in round one. Either way, you know, it'll, it'll be a fun uh, rest of the season, and uh, I think you put it best, yeah, just get ready for the playoffs. Win your games. Don't worry about the standings because there's nothing really you can do. If you win, you get two points. You know, wonderful. Um, so I think that's, you know, what they have to do. Listen, I love the deep dive today on Thomas Harley. I think people, you know, wanted to hear that and wanted to hear what's going on with Nils Lundqvist. You delivered the goods today. You are the man as always, Sean Shapiro. I'm excited as we gear up for the playoffs. I think we're going to see more physicality in the days to come as teams get ready. I know the ice is starting to shrink already. So hopefully a loud barn at the AAC tonight and, uh, hopefully, uh, two points because you're right. The Preds are in a must-win situation. And candidly, I'd, I'd like to see the Stars get into kind of an urgency play as well. thought they played well against uh, Arizona uh, on Friday, did what they had to do. And I actually thought they played in the first period. I thought they played really well. I just think it was the Nathan McKinnon show. And, uh, boy, when we look at – I'll end with this, Sean. Feel free to chime in. You know, we think of McDavid. We think of other players. Sometimes it's weird to say because, I'm, you know – We talked about he's definitely not underrated, but we tend to forget about players like Nathan McKinnon and just watching him on Saturday night. And that that first goal, I think, really set the table because I thought the Stars were playing really well, but McKinnon, because of his speed, keeps it in the zone, circles back, is in the right position for an easy goal on a one-timer. I just thought that was so special and shows every time he's on the ice, he's must-watch. And it's just, I mean, it's just fascinating they're getting Landeskog back um i think um i think probably for the playoffs um they're getting a couple other players back so whew, fun 
Yeah, yeah. The only reason I think I think it's something that's Nathan McKinnon. The reason that we don't, I think, two things happened for the reason we don't have. Uh, he kind of gets forgotten sometimes when you think about stuff. So I think two things happened. One, he kind of was tasked with carrying a really bad team earlier in his career, yep. and so kind of sometimes when you play with a bad team, you don't get all the the hype and the love and everything like that. And then I think the other thing that happened, and this is something that won't never happen to McDavid is um, McKinnon had a player come in who legitimately is just as exciting as Kale McCarr. And I think that's the other thing too. Like, I think it's kind of the whole thing where it's like, if, if Nathan McKinnon, if Kale McCarr wasn't on the avalanche, I think Nathan McKinnon is still, I think he looks dead. Obviously the avalanche don't want to stay in the cup Good without point. Kale McCarr. So, so yep. Nathan will gladly take them. Nathan McKinnon will gladly take the trade off. Yep. But I think, I think, uh, the view, the view of McKinnon just sometimes gets skewed slightly because people see his kill McCars there and yeah. what he brings. And, uh, it's, so it's, that's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of in, in, in that, in that vein of thought, but man, it's going to be, you know what? There's some good games like tonight's, if you, if you wanted yeah. to watch, um, Vegas, Minnesota. Like if you if you're if you're if you're sitting at home, you want to go split screen. It actually it's it's great. It's staggered starts. You can go Vegas, Minnesota at seven. You can go Dallas, Nashville at seven thirty. You get the staggered start. You can flip back and forth between. Like it's it's actually it's it's actually a good Monday night of hockey. It really is. So so it's yeah 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 absolutely absolutely. Oh oh yeah, and then Arizona plays. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That the good news was it wasn't a trap game on Friday night. The stars came to play. So correct, correct. <laughs> you correct. know, I, I like that a lot. All right, that's going to do it for Spits and Suds. We could probably go for another hour based on uh, all the hockey that's being dropped on us lately. But we're going to call it a day for today. But we'll talk later on in the week with the beast, Sean Shapiro. I'm Gavin Spittle. Thank you so much. As we've mentioned before, March was a record for Spits and Suds. So you guys are doing amazing stuff by spreading the word that there's local hockey talk here in DFW and beyond, and it's happening right here on Spits and Suds. So please spread the word. We're all in all the major podcast networks. So just uh, do a Google search for Spits and Suds and download it on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Have a good one, everyone.